What do you have to lose? You're living in poverty. Your schools are no good. You have no jobs. 58% of your youth is unemployed. What the hell do you have to lose? We'll put a life on the upside of America. Mama let me sip the 40. I was just a shorty. Then I started spitting garlic, and they said, record me. I feel like this shit was for me. This shit just my story. Yeah, uh, John at the porch, uh. I got a porch, no take it back. I'm on the block with the killers and hoe my own, of course. Yeah, I see my mom and dad separate, ain't talking divorce. Said daddy was living by the fire, and he died by the torch. I'm with the AKs, we like the baby kids. Yo, 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 everybody, welcome back to the motherfucking Minority Sports Report. I'm your boy, Big Black. I'm the boy, Scheme Dollar. And he's the boy, Scheme Dollar. Scheme. Scheme rolled. Hold on. <laughs> wow, that was so dumb. I just keep bumping into shit. Excuse me. Wow. It's like I don't even know my own workspace right now. Ah, God dang it. But yes, we're back for your ear holes. Another week without most sports, but uh, we'll get into that in a second. Firstly, we're going to do some, uh, some, some wrestling talk because AEW Dynamite was on Wednesday and it was a pretty tight episode. Pretty tight. Uh, so the show opened up like they usually do. Highlights from last week. Uh, first matchup after that, we had a tag match uh, for the AEW Championship. Uh, I, I should say tag team championship. I should say. Uh, Hangman Adam Page and Kenny Omega taking on Kip Sabian and Jimmy Havoc. Great match. Great match. Um, Kip Sabian and Jimmy Havoc earned the shot after beating uh, SCU. Um, so yeah, it's a great match. Um, at one point, Penelope Ford was doing her thing, trying to interfere like she usually does with her little aura con Rana. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Hangman Page caught her in midair. Uh, <laughs> and as he's like holding her, the ref looks and sees and he's like, what the fuck is going on? Um, and kicks her out because of that um so kind of even things up there um and then eventually later on in the match at the end of the match uh, Paige and Omega hit the what they're calling the last call yeah. which is that buckshot Larry and V trigger combo <laughs> um they hit that shit on Jimmy Havoc and uh Hangman rolled them up for the pin they got the win there still champs uh, going to Fighter Fest. Uh, looks oh, like yeah. they're taking on um, Best Friends for the championship. Yep, that's going to be another good one. Yeah, so that's pretty dope there. Uh, after that match, we had uh, a little thing I didn't really understand too much. Uh, so this is Sean Spears and his coach, manager, Tully Blanchard. Uh, who's like a wrestling legend had a little segment where Blanchard gave him uh, gave Spears a black glove yeah I don't know I, I was that was over me too I didn't I didn't yeah. get it I mean and it just I just get the sense like 
the way they announce has made it seems like anybody who puts on a black glove is basically like a heel, a tough guy, gonna yeah. demolish everybody kind of thing. That's what I was thinking too. I was like, is he going hard heel now? Like, is that what that yeah. signifies? Like, that's know. what I'm assuming. Um, but we'll see what happens now that he has a black glove <laughs> <laughs> that was in a fucking metal little metal case. I know. It was, yeah, yeah. We'll see where that goes. Um, but yeah, after that, um, they had another little recap from last week. Um, this was showing the little uh, Tyson and his crew of uh, MMA guys like Cejudo and Rashad Evans and shit. Yeah. Uh, their little brawl with the inner circle. Um, then they showed Brian Cage's debut where he demolished some dude. Um, and that led into another Brian Cage match. Uh, he comes down. And there's a dude, Sean Dean, who's already in the ring. Already in the so ring, you know baby. Means. Yeah, you know what that means. <laughs> uh, Brian Cage attacks this dude as soon as he gets in the ring. Uh, doesn't even let his finish his music finish. Just beats the shit out of this <laughs> poor dude. Uh, eventually, Cage hit the drill claw, which is that nasty finisher of his. Um, made quick work of Dean after after they won the match. Taz took the mic and um, started talking shit saying that he didn't like how Moxley was disrespecting them last week mm-hmm. when he was uh, like laughing and giggling as he, they were telling him that they're going to kick his ass right um, so that obviously Moxley came down to the ring and said that uh, um, he was having a good time but when it comes down to and that's why he was laughing but when it comes down to his belt being on the line it's going to be all business yeah. Um, so yeah, so these two are going at it at Fighter Fest. Uh, so as of right now, oh, they also they also announced uh, Fighter Fest. Yeah, of the um, official dates. Yeah. Yeah. So as of right now, it's just the um, AEW World Championship: John Moxley and Brian Cage. Uh, then it's the World Tag Team Championship. So it's uh, Hangman Page and Omega versus Best Friends. Um, those are only two matches I think that are solid for yeah. Fighter Fest, but apparently every title is supposed to be on the line. I know that's fucking tight. Yeah, and Fighter Fest is going to be a two night event uh, over two weeks, so it's going to be free on TNT. Mm-hmm. Uh, first Wednesday night is going to be July first, and then the second night is going to be Wednesday, July eighth. July eighth. Yeah, that's going to once once they announced that, I was like, oh, that's tight as fuck. Yeah. It's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, especially that they're putting all the belts on the line. Yep. Um, so, yeah, after that little uh, interaction between Moxley and Cage and Taz, uh, we had a Lance Archer interview uh, where they randomly find him in, like, a dump beating up some mascot. <laughs> That's right, dog. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's beating the shit out of some skinny-ass mascot. Uh, that shit was uh, funny. The guy that they sent to interview him uh, looks like he's going to talk to Jake the Snake because so far Jake the Snake has been the one talking. So they like go directly to him, but Archer kind of takes over the interview. Uh, says he doesn't give a shit about one little loss to to Cody, um, and then basically said everyone's gonna die. Yeah. Um, and then like during the entire interview, Jake the Snake looked nervous as shit in the background. <laughs> that shit was fucking. Ah, uh, that was funny. Yeah, that was, that was but, funny. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> just in a random like dirt field, which is 
mounds of debris and debris shit, and shit like so yeah weird. concrete and it was fucking it looked like a demo zone almost yeah. like, it was fucking weird I mean it was funny it was good but yeah it was funny it was funny I'm gonna leave it at that uh, after that we had a little more filler um, we had a little segment with um, Private Party and Matt Hardy oh yeah uh, which I, I wrote down in my notes the Private Hardy Party yeah. segment the Private Hardy Party <laughs> uh, so a normal Matt Hardy not that stupid ass old man character or whatever like ancient character that he does <laughs> um, walks over and talks to Private Party after their crazy match last week um, said he had a blast wrestling them uh, and that Private Party reminded him of him and his brother uh, so obviously like they took that shit as a huge compliment right uh, Hardy told them basically if you need any advice or anything just come to me let me know a private party asked him for a Hardy party so I'm assuming they mean like a future team up between the three of them yeah three man tag um, yeah and then as Hardy leaves um, he walks into the hallway and he runs into Sammy Guevara and they just kind of like have a little stare stare down um, and he tells Sammy that they're cool and Sammy's just standing there looking at him all confused and shit because obviously Matt Hardy hit him with a golf cart and shit so they got beef um, so yeah that was kind of how that ended there Sammy's gonna go baby face you think? yeah think he's gonna leave the circle? not any, not this year but probably like next year like yeah. once, once he gets his big push but I don't I don't know That's that segment that that whole shit with Matt Hardy just like I don't know. For me, you know, on wrestling and just watching wrestling for so long, I'm like, if it happens, you can point back to that interaction right there. Yeah. Planting the seeds. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, after that, we had another uh, little video package shit, which was um, showing Cody and the and the TNT championship. Uh, basically, Cody winning it and then issuing the open challenge for the TNT championship saying that he'll defend it every week uh, then they showed the battle royal to determine the number one contender that Jungle Boy eventually won um, how we got to the main event um, then after that we had some more highlight packages of the Tyson in a circle brawl uh, this one was showing Jericho basically blaming Cole Cabana um, <laughs> yeah. getting in the way of knocking Mike Tyson out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking um, great move. Which, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's so stupid. <laughs> uh, so that led into the uh, Chris Jericho Cole Cabana match. Um, when they came out, uh, when Jericho came out within a circle, Samuel Guevara sang Jericho's intro song terribly. Oh, so good. Um, <laughs> even forgot some words which is pretty funny <laughs> that shit was fucking hilarious man uh, obviously uh, Inner Circle was there so there was a little bit of interference from I think Hager um, mm-hmm. I don't see yeah, Santana on the tease didn't come down until the very end I think uh, but yeah so at one point uh, Cabana got thrown into the corner uh, he tried to do like some fancy reversal uh, but when he turned around, he walked right into the Judas effect, which is that uh, spinning back elbow from Jericho. Jericho yeah. got the pin and the win. Um, but it was a, I mean, solid effort from Cole Cabana. After the match, Jericho takes the mic, says he's going to do the same thing to Mike Tyson that he did to Cole Cabana. Um, and then he calls for the baddest man on the planet to come to the ring. <laughs> yeah. And fucking Orange Cassidy comes down. <laughs> 
<laughs> which uh, is fucking great. Uh, so yeah, Orange Cassidy comes down to the ring, um, walks right by Sammy Guevara, who's up on the stage with his little um, kneeling wheelie cart because of his broken leg or whatever it is. Uh, gets into the ring with Jericho and Hager, and he puts Jericho's hands in his like the belt of his tights because he didn't have pockets. And then Cassidy puts his hands in his own pockets, um, and that's when Hager tried to attack him. But Cassidy was too fast. He ended up like ducking out, not in the ring, and then um, linked up with best friends who were at ringside watching, uh, and got out of there before the rest of the inner circle can jump him and beat the shit out of him. So yeah. we'll probably get another Chris Jericho, Orange Cassidy match, uh, maybe at Fighter Fest. For what belt though? No belt, just. Having a match. Uh, I'm I'm sorry. Um, forget forget what I just said. Forget what I just said. Yeah. Yeah, dummy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was like, but every match is a title <laughs> match. No, every title is gonna be on the line. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Correct. No, I, I fucked that up. I fucked up. Uh, I fucked yeah. up. Yeah, you definitely did. <laughs> uh, but yeah, after that, we had the Britt Baker training montage and like training rehab montage. You remember that shit? Um. She was given like zero effort in her training. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yep. <laughs> she was doing like the yep. battle ropes, barely moving her hands and shit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah, she's getting really good at those promos. Um, after that, we had Nyla Rose coming back off of her uh, championship loss when she lost the belt to um, Sheeta. Uh, she was taking on Big Swole. Um, Soul had some some pretty some pretty good offense, but mm-hmm. uh, Nyla Rose was able to hit a like a spine buster sitting power bomb pin that uh, was able to get her to win. After the after the match, uh, Tony Schiavone decided to interview a Big Swole after a loss, which obviously is weird that you interview for the loss but gotta feed the storyline right cause while they're doing the interview Britt Baker starts running her mouth cause she's uh, at ringside sitting in like the back of a golf cart or some like oh, yeah, the uh, Rolls groundskeeper's Royce. cart or whatever <laughs> uh, that she called the Rolls Royce <laughs> uh, spelled R-O-L-E which is uh, another little play on words that she's been doing and uh, yeah, yeah basically started running her mouth uh, Big Swole was going to attack her with the chair, but she ended up driving off. I think there was even a little bit of an accident when the truck backed up into like the guardrail. Did you do you uh, remember seeing that part? Yeah, yeah like yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it, like no. it like sped up into the guardrail and hit it fast. And there was a cameraman there yeah. that kind of like got hit in the back. <laughs> it wasn't expecting it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that went off a little bit. Could uh, could have been worse, but it was pretty good. Yeah, uh, could have been that, worse. Yeah, agree. after that we had another um, interview. There's a lot of fucking interviews and shit in this one. Uh, we had Tony Schiavone interview with Darby Allen, basically asking Darby Allen if um, what Brian Cage did to him at um, Double or Nothing. Where he, oh like, yeah, tossed him out of the ring like a baby through a through a ladder. Mm-hmm. Um, basically asking him if that was because of all the attitude that he was giving Taz in the weeks leading up to Cage's debut uh, because obviously Cage is Taz's guy um, but all Alan said was that he's going to have the last laugh 
So we're probably going to get a Brian Cage, Darby Allen uh, match at some point. Maybe Darby is going to interfere in that match at Fighter Fest. Who the fuck knows? We'll see what happens there with that little rivalry. Yeah, boy. Now it's going to be. Uh, I, I I like Brian. He's a beast, man. Yeah, and he's for someone his size, he does things that are unexpected. Yeah. I mean, they're not like yeah, kinda. crazy, but I'm like, I'm not, I'm not expecting a fucking dude like that to fucking pick you up on the top rope and then fucking suplex you off that shit. You know, like that's yeah. his type. Well, like, yeah, like that suplex that he did to that dude where he, he stood on like the, the second the, rope. Yeah. That shit was dope from outside the ring into the ring. Yeah. That was dope as fuck. Yeah, he's a beast. Yeah. Uh, after after that Darby Allen interview, we had another fucking interview. Uh, this one was the uh, first interview with FTR. Uh, so they sat oh, yeah, down to Tony right. Schiavone, and they clarified the meaning of FTR. <laughs> so it's not fuck the rest like that first shirt that went out. They even made a little comment saying that it's not some little catchphrase or anything for a t-shirt. Um, but they said that it, it can mean a lot of different things. Uh, a couple of things they threw out there was fear the revolution, follow the rules, which is lame as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and for the revolution. Uh, they said it's, it's basically just a lifestyle. But yeah, uh, they started discussing <laughs> how they look forward to wrestling um, different teams in the tag division. Uh, rant, like toss out people's names. Like they said, they they hate the type of wrestling that the Lucha Bros do, so they want to fuck them up. Um, yeah, I was like, shit. whoa, okay, yeah, okay. Out everybody. Uh, one team they didn't mention was the Young Bucks, uh, which Tony Schiavone brought up, um, and. They they basically said that um, everybody's dream match is FTR versus the Young Bucks, but that's nothing. They like they don't feel like that's a dream match. Uh, they feel like they don't, they don't want to have like a historic match between them. They just want to come down and beat the fuck out of them. Yep, because they don't like them that much. Yeah, yes, I'm with it. Um, yeah, and then uh, after they were talking about that, they talked about the Butcher and the Blade. Who eventually showed up? Um, security got between them before they can actually get into any kind of beef. Um, FTR said it wasn't personal when they attacked them last week; it was just business. But that if they want to get their revenge or whatever, that they can do it in the ring. Uh, so we're probably going to have a tag match between them. Uh, we are going to have a tag match this week coming up. Uh, so it's going to be FTR and the Butcher and the Blade this week. That should be a good one. I have I I really like watching Butcher and Blade wrestle. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Good tag match. And then with these guys, I'm excited to see these guys because, I mean, they came with a lot of hype from WWE. So yeah. I'm excited to see these dudes wrestle. I'm going to sidetrack real quick. Um, Butcher and Blade used to have a manager named The Bunny, but now she's back to being Allie. And she's doing a thing with QT Marshall. Which is... Yeah, which is weird. I've, I've been noticing that because Allie is married to... Uh, the blade. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's wrestling, so you can do whatever stories you want. Because when they first debuted, I looked into them to see who they were, and then I came across that Allie is married to the Blade, so that's the way that they would separate them. No, nah, not really. They do that shit all the time in wrestling. They do, but I don't know. It's just I don't know. 
whatever. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, that, but yeah, I've been noticing that QT Marshall and Ali shit on the at, at ringside. They're all hugging, like all hugged up on each other and shit. Yeah, eating apples and shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, maybe they'll do some kind of like real life storyline where, like, the blade is like, "Hey, that's my wife." I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? But it's a thing. Continue. Uh, so after Continue. that, we had um, Cole Cabana got interviewed boom, after boom. his loss, and um, basically talked about how he's he's been doing okay in Dynamite, but when he gets these like high profile chances, like taking on Jericho that night, mm-hmm. he's come up short. Um, and that's when like Brody Lee comes over and gave him like a little pep talk because uh, over the last couple of weeks they've been trying to recruit him to the Dark Order. Uh, they gave him a little water bottle, <laughs> and he was he was like, oh, I don't, I don't know, and he drank the water. Um, so yeah, who knows? Maybe Cole Cabana will get tempted into joining the Dark Order. Yeah, who knows, man? That'll be because it's it's gonna be somebody we're not expecting at some point. Yeah. So especially since we haven't seen uh, that Evil Uno dude. Yeah. Since Brody Leaf came came out of nowhere. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that after that we had the main event it was the TNT championship uh, so it's Cody Rhodes taking on Jungle Boy um, yeah it's just a fantastic match yeah it was great uh, Cody got busted open at one point during the match he tried to headbutt Jungle Boy and ended, and Jungle Boy kind of ducked out of the way ended up headbutting a wall um, and right after that happened Jungle Boy kind of got MJF's face because uh, of the the match they had last week, uh, and by him doing that, that gave Cody enough time to blade his forehead and uh, quote unquote bust get busted open. <laughs> uh, started bleeding all over the place. Um, oh, what was that? Oh, the table. Uh, oh yeah. They, they get to the top rope, and they're like both standing on the top rope punching each other and then they just fall through the table but the way they fell through the table like normally when you hit the table you kind of like kind of like breaks your fall a little bit yeah no they're not this time these dudes went straight through the table to the floor like the table didn't stand a chance (laughs) like it stopped them at all it was insane how hard they hit I think I think Cody's elbow hit first, and then that I shit think, just. Yeah, Cody looked like he hit first because he was he was the one who had his back to the table. Yeah, I think so it's, it looked like he took the most of it. Yeah, I think his elbow hit first, and that took the most. You know, it's like a point, and then that shit just the table just fucking busted open right after that, yeah. and they ate it. Like, yeah, damn. it was crazy. Cody was the first one back up. Um, ended up getting Jungle Boy back in the ring. Uh, but a little later on, not much, not much after that, I think. Uh, Jungle Boy well nah, Cody tried to do like a flip into the ring and do like a you know kind of pull him into a pin like as he flipped over the sunset flip that's mm-hmm. what they call it Try to do the sunset flip and, and pull and roll him up into a pin uh, but Jungle Boy ended up just like dropping and sitting on his chest rolling him up for a quick little sneaky pin but uh, Cody was able to kick out and as soon as he gets up he demolished Jungle Boy with the crossroads and uh, was able to get the pin and then they kind of like hugged it out on the mat fucking Jurassic Express and Cody's wife and, and brother and, and I think keeping QT Marshall came down and fucking uh, yeah just kind of 
it's all love everybody support for everybody yeah, yeah. Uh, Cody and Jungle Boy hugged it out but yeah it's another fantastic showcase for Jungle Boy in a loss for real for real there was a uh, it was really good yeah can't make him look any, any better nah I mean Without, he, other than giving him the belt seriously yeah and it's still too early to give him the belt obviously but yeah he's a uh, yeah, he's he's making a name for himself. That shit's tight. Yeah, definitely. And uh, he's like what twenty two, twenty three, or some shit like that. Yeah, he's real young. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, so that was dynamite. Dynamite. Uh, this week. Dynamite. A lot, of, uh, a lot of cool matches. They announced some. Uh, obviously, I can't remember what they are right now, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I know they announced a couple cool matches coming up this week. No, it's it's cool. I like it. I'm I'm all about the AEW. Fuck, they're about to release their action figures. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, they come out in August with what twenty points of articulation or something like that. Jesus, yeah, something like that. I'm like, bro, bro, I'm a, I might need a couple of those, man. Definitely. Yeah, want- it looked like it looked like the lineup um, got a little bigger too, because from what I remember, the the first ones that I had seen, it was only like Cody, the Bucks. Uh, Brandy, yeah, and I think Omega. Like I think elite. those are the only ones. Yeah. Uh, but I seem like they got the Lucha Bros. I think they got Hangman. Yeah, they've uh, got. So yeah, they got a few other. Yeah, few others out there too. They pretty much got like the main roster. Yeah, coming out. But yeah, those those just look dope. And um, their their ring is everything is scale. I don't know if that's the case with all the toys, but if you buy the AEW ring, it's like to scale with the action figures and shit. So oh, cool. Everything looks fucking legit. Yeah. I, I went I was looking, looked at the replica belt, you know, I was like shit, I might have to, you know what I mean? But I don't know. You know that 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 world championship belt is beautiful. I hate the TNT belt. I love the that, TNT that belt. World championship belt is beautiful. I love both of them, but I like the TNT one because I know it's not finished, but it just it looks like from when we were kids, yeah. like just a, yeah. Maybe if, maybe when they finish it, I'll have a different different opinion. But as of right now, I'm not I'm not a fan. He's not a fan. And also got a little insider news in the belt making world. Oh, oh, uh, a lot of people are heated about that belt, and apparently, the guy who made the belt is kind of racist. Really? And they've sent uh, the people in that community have sent stuff to AEW, uh, so they may never use that guy ever again. Oh shit! Wow. I don't know how true that is, but that's my little inside source to that belt making world. Huh? Yeah, boy, fuck that. We ain't about no racism. Fuck all that shit. Fuck that. Yeah. Um, that's what I, like I said. That's what I've been told. Yeah, that's I cool. I can't verify. You're just I have reporting no idea the scoops. Who this dude is, but that's what I've been told. We're 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 not certified journalists. You know, we try to yeah. report the facts and we report the rumors. The rumors. We're in the entertainment business. <laughs> like one of my favorite shows, The Bodega Boys, when they when they make out wild accusations they always just sell out allegedly allegedly and they throw out like you see the allegedly word bubbles thrown out of their hands and shit yeah it's pretty funny yeah, you know, you just... but yeah allegedly that dude's a racist hey and allegedly fuck him yeah only yeah. but um real sports quote unquote NBA's coming back July 31st I believe is the date with a 22 team um 
God, fuck, it's it's kind of ridiculous. Uh, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta look into this a little bit because I didn't write down the details. But it, they are going to start on the thirty first. It's going to be twenty two teams. Um, the top eight teams from the east, the top eight teams from the west, and then um, what's that? Sixteen. And then the other teams are basically, if you're within six games of the top eight teams, you can get in. Um, so that's the 22 teams. That's how they're in. Um, this shit is taking way too long here. Anywho, it's coming back. There's going to be a weird, I think, eight. They're going to do 20-some-odd games, I believe. Don't quote me on that part, the game number. But do quote me on this part. They're going to have, like, three games a day, two to three games a day, uh, oh, wow. So it's like March, March Madness kind of. Pretty deal. much, yeah. From from the Worldwide of Sports Center and Disney World, they're gonna do that shit. So they're gonna bang out like the end of the season, so they can get to the playoffs. And then I believe the playoffs are gonna be extended into um, the end of the month of October. I want to say Halloween is when mm-hmm. potentially it could go to, or maybe early November. Oh, here we go. This is what I was looking for. Found it. But yeah, it's going to be tight. Basketball's coming back. People need it. Yep. Oh, July 31st through October 12th is the season. Um, the draft in the lottery is going to be on the 25th of August. Excuse me. The lottery will be on the 25th of August. The NBA draft will be on October 15th. So three days after. And yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So let's see. The regular season will extend 16 days with, oh, five to six games per day. Excuse me. I thought it was three games. Yeah, they're going hard. Uh, Four hours between games to accommodate cleaning and letting the teams warm up and all that shit. Uh, Let's see. Eight-game regular basketball season format. Each team is expected to play one game back-to-back. And, yeah. Every other day for the finals, it'll be every other day um, to get a game just so they can, you know, just bang this shit out real quick. But, yeah, that's it. There it is. NBA's back, baby. The National nice. Basketball Association, which is tight. Because what, yeah. what it sounds like, they're coming back a little faster than hockey, too. Yeah, they're, they're doing this aggressive because they, they were playing. And then they had to stop midseason, you know. Yeah, so so is hockey. Yeah, but fuck hockey. <laughs> you know, no. Well, yeah, I, I say that because um, I know this week teams are going back to facilities for limited workouts uh, for NHL teams. Uh-huh. And full camps aren't supposed to start until at least like July something. I think they said July tenth or some shit like that. So we're probably looking at a August start for the NHL. I mean, that's not too far off of uh, July, though. Yeah, not too far, but it's. I mean. Trying to beat them, trying to beat those boys back. <laughs> um, speaking of getting beat back, it's baseball's not coming back anytime fucking soon. Um, they have not made any progress. The owners rejected the latest proposal from the MLB Players Association. Um, so basically, what it comes down to this is the owners, like we said last week, the owners are complaining and saying that they're losing money, so they need the players to take another pay cut from the pay cut they already decided upon in March 
And the players are basically saying, prove it that you're losing money and open up your books. Yeah, I heard about that. They asked for the books to be opened up to like get a more detailed look at their uh, their funds and shit like that. Because, again, their logic is, why are we taking two pay cuts and you guys aren't? Show us that you're losing this money that you're claiming to be losing. And, you know, there's money being lost. But Jesus Christ, there's not. it's not that serious, you know? Yeah. Uh, they said the players were on track... This, if this coronavirus didn't happen, they were on track to be paid collectively about four billion dollars. All the MLB players, and then the the cut that they agreed to in March basically cut that number down to two point one billion. Now the owners are basically proposing one point two billion in payouts, and the players are like, "Fuck you." Um, and I'm like I said, I know these guys a lot of not all of them, but most of them um, make. I mean, they all make a really good salary, but a few of them make astronomical numbers. And despite that, I'm still going to ride with the players every time because fuck the owners and those greedy bastards. Open up the books, show us how much money you really have and how much money you're not losing. And just let's get baseball back because every day baseball is not as popular as it used to be. It was making a resurgence, um, but every day that you hear that the NBA is coming back, the NFL is on track for their regular shit and that the NHL, NBA and all that shit, come on, man. And baseball's like, well, we're not going to pay the players. You know? Sorry to interrupt, but Bubba, Bubba Wallace just collapsed after the race. Oh, shit. Oh. Yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry. That just caught no. me off guard. I just seen that on the corner of my They're good. They're good. That's all. I was just ranting about fucking greedy owners. That's all. Yeah, I mean, it's in the sport that makes the most money out of everybody. Like, it's they're the they get paid the most out of all the major sports other than soccer. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's like to have this argument, it's like, it's crazy. It's crazy. You mean to tell me all these billionaire owners collectively can't pay these guys $2.1 billion? Shut the fuck up. No, they just want their, they just want to try to get... Fucking greedy. I, I'm assuming they try to hold out as long as they can to get fans in the seats so they can get their money. Oh, I don't... Yeah, absolutely. They want that fucking... Because, again, we... There's no doubt concessions and asses in the seat. That is a lot of revenue. You know, that's a lot of money. But fuck you. Because <laughs> I still see baseball jerseys when I go out, you know, and they're not old and faded. They're like brand fucking new. So I like Julian, for example, who's not going to be on this episode. Um, he loves baseball. Like he genuinely misses baseball. And to me, it's weird because I'm like, whatever. Baseball is baseball, but, you know, give the people what they want. They want baseball. Give them the baseball. It's not like they're not going to recoup the fucking money at some point, you know, but whatever. Fuck them. God forbid they have a losing, uh, a money losing season. Seriously. Oh, my God. Um, But, yo, what happened with the NASCAR, though? What's going on? Uh, well, yeah, so I, I haven't muted, so I didn't hear exactly what happened. Uh, but it looked like after Bubba Wallace got out of his car, he kind of fainted. And then it looked like while they were interviewing him a few minutes after that happened, it looked like he was starting to go out of it again. Man. Uh, yeah. But uh, so, yeah, so we had um, last week's race uh, since it was going on as we recorded. Uh, that race ended up getting won by Brad Kozlowski. I, I covered it. Oh, you did? Yeah. All right. I, I'm sorry. I didn't listen to that episode. Oh, wow. 
We're only on this week. Hey, I don't have a commute right now, so what do you want me to do? Fucking listen to it while you're washing the dishes. Shit. <laughs> uh, this week uh, was the Folds of Honor Quick Trip 500 uh, from Atlanta Motor Speedway. Uh, it finished probably 10 minutes ago. Um, Kevin Harvick took the win. Uh, we had Kyle Busch coming in second, Martin Truex Jr. coming in third, Ryan Blaney coming in fourth, and Denny Hamlin coming in fifth. And whenever I figure out what the fuck happened to Bubba Wallace, I will let you people know. Yeah. Um, it might probably be... Just overheated. Probably hot as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where, where was the... Where was the race? Atlanta. Atlanta. Oh, God, yeah. Humidity. Yeah. 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 Fucking shit, man. That's crazy. But yeah, yeah, I'm trying to Google it, and all I'm seeing is... Uh, oh, yeah, they... they um, they're talking about the shit he wore a I can't breathe shirt mm. uh, before the race in Atlanta like under his uh, fire suit nice cause obviously he's Bubba Wallace is I think half black is he really majority black something like that I had no idea what does this man even look like never seen Bubba Wallace fuck no let me see Bubba Wallace Oh yeah, tight. I had no idea. Yeah, no ideas. Yeah, one of the few minority uh, drivers in the, in the in the league. What I guess you would call it. Yep, he's my guy from now on. In the series, he's the dude from now on. Yeah, he's a dude. Tight. And he's in a high-profile car. That number forty-three. That I mean, that's a legendary number for Richard Petty. So. Got a lot of of hype behind him. Tight. Good for him. Good for us. Word. D. Wallace Jr. Is that his name? Uh, Yeah, I think his his first name is Daryl. Oh, okay. Because I was looking for B. Wallace. I'm like, where the fuck is it? Ah, there you go. Tight. Cool, cool. Um... What happened with UFC? Did that happen this weekend? It Again? did. It did. <laughs> um, so we had uh, UFC 250. 250. Uh, kicked off with Sean O'Malley defeating Eddie Wineland uh, by KO. With, and, well, knocked him out in the first round with uh, a one-hit-a-quitter. Damn. Uh, O'Malley blasted Wineland with a, a hard right right to the jaw that knocked him out cold um so man big went for O'Malley there uh oh shit I didn't check out the uh the bonuses because I wanted to see who won because of some other shit but we'll get there uh so next matchup was Neil Magny taking on uh former Sidney Tong dude that I used to go to the same gym with Anthony Rocco Martin I uh, was tough decision unanimous decision loss for Rocco but it, it was close. He was definitely in that fight. Could I? I mean, I think it could have gone either way. Mm-hmm, man. Um, next one after that, we had Aljamain Sterling defeating Cody Sandhagen by submission. Uh, hit him off with a rear naked choke in the first round. Uh, Sterling got um, Sterling got the back like super quick in the, in the match. Uh, he, he like pinned him up against the cage, yeah. and as he's on the cage. Worked his way to the back. Uh, once he got on the back, he fucking locked that shit up with a body triangle. 
uh, with his legs. Yeah. So Ugh. dude wasn't going anywhere. It was only a matter of time before that neck was yeah wrapped yeah. up. Mm. Uh, so yeah, big win for Aljamain there. Uh, next up, we had oh, this fucking. This is the one why I wanted to check the bonuses because Cody Garbrandt demolished Rafael Asensio. Oh, I heard about that. KO. Dog, he did the the fight night. I'm gonna duck down as low as I can <laughs> and fucking hit you as hard as I can with a haymaker. Oh Dog, shit! He fucking killed kill this dude. Um. All right. So All yeah, right. Garbrandt fucking threw a bomb of a right hook. Uh, Asensio went down when obviously it was done after that. It was a walk off, one hit a quitter. Uh when the doctors came in and like picked up a sunset they tried to put him on the stool he was he was so out of it he was falling off of the stool fuck um, and like as they seen that they were like alright fuck the stool just sit your ass back on the mat wow <laughs> and even like even as he's on the mat he's still like wobbly and out of it yeah uh, I would yeah I would, he that would, got oof. destroyed dude it was crazy uh, but Garbrandt he needed that fucking win uh, he was riding a three-fight losing streak, and all three of those were KO losses. Man. So he was desperate for that win. Get my teeth knocked out. Holy shit. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. <laughs> if you haven't seen that highlight, I would highly recommend checking it out because that dude got fucking obliterated. OB. OB Trice. Uh, after that, the main event was uh, the greatest women's fighter in the world right now, mm-hmm. uh, Amanda Nunes, defending her featherweight championship because uh, she's also the bantamweight champion. Uh, so she's this the featherweight, which is 145. She was taking on uh, the Canadian Felicia Spencer, uh, which Amanda Nunes won by unanimous decision. Um, this is actually this is the last fight we will ever see the classic UFC belt. The belt that we know. Oh, oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, uh, because um, the featherweight belt was a, the last one that Amanda Nunes won. That was still the classic belt. With this win, they awarded her the new belt. So now going forward, every champion rocks the new belt. Gotcha. Uh, so yeah, Amanda I'll... Nunes got the unanimous decision win. Um, I think... Was she the? F- I may be wrong in this. I don't know if she's the first person ever, or if just the first female to successfully defend both belts mm. uh, in two separate divisions. Not just winning them. I, I may be wrong there. I, I'd have to go back and double check that. I might have to fact check myself for next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. With that. Um, it was crazy. Man. Yeah, she's a beast, yo. Yeah, dude, at, at the end of round four, you could have stopped the fight. Spencer got her ass beat bad. She had this fucking huge hematoma on her forehead. Yeah. Like, it was it was brutal. They had to call in the doctor at one point to, to like, look at her. <laughs> yeah, she it got was, fucked yeah, up. It was brutal, dude. It was tough to watch. Oh. Spencer's tough, man. Just, I, I don't know. I don't know if I could have handled that. No. Hell no. There's no question. I'm telling you right now. No. I could yeah, not. Dude's hits hard as shit. <laughs> No fucking question about that shit. Hmm. So, um... Uh, oh, um... John Jones also, and... Yeah, I was gonna say, after... 
after all the John Jones and um, who's the other one? Mm-hmm. Masvidal said that they wanted to get re- uh, released from the UFC contracts uh, after UFC 250. Conor McGregor tweeted that he's retiring again. Again, this is his third yeah, one. Again, um, and yeah, so they asked Dana White about it, and he was basically like, "Listen, I get it. This, this, and that. Blah, 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 blah." Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll see if this is a legit retirement or if Connor's just tweeting to tweet and put his name out there again, have people talking about him. Right. Because uh, last I heard, he was training for a comeback, so I don't know. <laughs> Not a comeback, but training for his next fight. Right. Right. Yep, yeah, we'll see. Fine. Were you gonna say something else about John Jones? No, 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 no. Is that was, what you can talk about? That, that's exactly what I was going. That's exactly uh, what I was yeah. going. So. Nah, that's it for me, dude. I don't have anything else really to talk about. Other yeah, than yeah, me either. Let's get that's some really sports, am. baby. As long as everybody's safe, I'm with it. I don't give a fuck if there's no audience. I don't or, care. Oh. I did have some news. Oh, did you hear uh, former Patriot Rashad Caldwell? That's right. That's you heard right. About him? Yeah, he got shot and and fucking. Oh, is that what happened? I heard. He got, I seen that he got killed, but they didn't say how. They just said it was a homicide. Yeah, he got shot. I think it was in Florida. I uh, maybe yeah, it was. It was Florida. Maybe Jacksonville. I'm not 100. percent Tampa. Tampa. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. Um, let's see. Was... was he was he on the Super Bowl team? Hold on. Oh, was he on the year that they didn't win? Damn, he was at his house. Killed him outside of his crib. Damn. Let's see. Caldwell was about to take his girlfriend out when he went back inside his house to get a jacket. His girlfriend said Caldwell was ambushed by a couple of people who jumped out of the bushes in an attempted robbery. He was shot in the leg and the chest before 911, but he died in the ambulance on the way to the hospital, TMZ reported. Good God. Forty-one. Yeah, that's fucking awful. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't say anything about Super Bowls here. Uh, actually, hold on. It says he was on the Pats in 06 No, nah, they didn't. I don't think they won. Yeah, I don't think they won. Yeah, yeah they yeah. won in oh seven. I think. Yeah, man, that's crazy though. Yeah, yeah, sad news. I seen that shit pop up this morning. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, no, that's just uh, sad, man. Yeah, definitely. But, oh yeah, um, real quick, obviously there's a lot of racial tension going on, which isn't new for us um, because we live it every day, but it's new for a lot of people. Um, and we had Drew, B- Drew Brees release a statement about, you know, he'll never fucking support anybody who disrespects the flag and all this shit and there was this fallout because you know he realized that he is part of the problem and it's never about in the circumstances of kneeling for the NFL it's never about the flag it's about what happens to black people in America every day um, so yeah they've seen it and you know he's reversed course the NFL's officially come out with an apology which is stupid and you know it's just fucking It's stupid that it took this long for these people to see this shit, but they're seeing it. And was, you know what I found funny? What? After you made those comments, people were tweeting him pictures of him kneeling. 
next to two black teammates. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. But it wasn't during the national anthem. Oh, it wasn't? No, no. Oh, okay, no. Oh, all right. I, I, all right. I didn't have the right context, and I seen that shit. I was like, how are you going to talk shit and then do it? Right. But all right, I didn't know that. Yeah, he, he would do it right before the national anthem would start playing, and then when the anthem would play, he would get up. Oh, right. he would stand. Okay. Yeah. So... Yeah, that's trying to be super safe. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't. You can't play all sides. You got to pick a side, man. For real, you got to pick a side. You know, um, you're either on the right side or the wrong the side. And obviously, you know, people will say that we're on the wrong side, but no, we're not. History will show that we're on the right side, and history has shown that we will keep fighting because that's what we fucking do. And thank you guys for listening to the Minority Sports Report. Follow us all collectively on the internet at TMS Report. Follow Julian at Julian C. Mitchell. Scheme, where can they follow you, dog? Nowhere. Nowhere. No, I'm just playing. Follow me at Scheme44. And follow me at The Beatnik. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Peace. Tired of beating our head against the wall and working with someone else.